to your daily dose of facts to fight off the liberal gaslighting. You can be in the middle of a hurricane. You have sanctuary in the city of Chicago. Or you can be on a calm day. North is still north. You could be in a thunderstorm. We are not going back, not ever. North is still north. People can yell at you. The hell with the Supreme Court. We will defy them. North is still north. It doesn't change fundamental things. And in this business, right is still right, even if you stand by yourself. We don't Across the fruited plain and from sea to shining sea, we're converting the Marxist left one hour at a time on the Wendy Bell radio program. Well, hello, everybody, across the fruited plain and beyond. Welcome home to the Wendy Bell Radio Program. As always, it's great to be with you. I can't believe it. I was just looking at our live stream on Rumble, our numbers. Those of you who listen on the radio, so delighted that you do. Those of you who took us with you as you made your turkey on the podcast yesterday, thank you so very much. Almost 130,000 views yesterday of the show it just goes to show that when you show up you do the job because it's a holiday or otherwise because that's the day that a lot of things try to fly under the radar the people want to know what's going on hope you had a great great thanksgiving ours was fantastic we're going to get into this program today we're going to talk about something you know i i just i'm never astonished by how the left particularly the young, progressive, activist, militant, 'er ne'er-do-well leftists, how they will ruin everything, how they will spoil your holiday, how they won't wait a moment to trample on something that you care about. And it happened yesterday uh, in repeated places. I mean, it's ridiculous. And we're going to talk about specifically New York City. What happened there during the Macy's Day Parade is nothing like religious or sacrilegious anymore. All right, we're going to talk about that after we do this because it's the most important part of the show. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Amen. It was great yesterday. Went home, had the turkey in the oven. My husband did a great job, did it all. 25-pound bird. Beautiful. Such a great job. Running around for several hours, 19 people at our house. It was just so special. And I hope you guys had a great day, too. You know, I lived in New York for a a year. And uh, and one of the highlights was to be able to to participate, to watch the Macy's Day Thanksgiving Day Parade. And yesterday, somebody, a group of people, decided that it was incumbent upon them to ruin what is, what, a 90-something-year-old festivity? For families to bundle up on Thanksgiving Day and to line the streets and to watch the bands, the people marching, the various groups taking part, the girls wearing clothes that clearly are not warm enough, throwing batons, floats, all of it. Pro-Palestinian protesters, first of all, pro-Palestinian equals pro-Hamas, sadly, and that's where we are, as we've seen this very ugly layer of the onion get peeled back recently since October 7th. And some really ugly 
rhetoric. Some terrible things have been said. We have celebrities, quote unquote, feeling as though it's their place to inject themselves into a conflict. And then yesterday, all these wacko leftist young people dressing up in the same stupid white jumpsuit with different words on them. Colonialism, right? Occupiers. How many others? They're so ridiculous. Decided to glue themselves, (laughs) glue themselves to the street in New York to disrupt the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. That just ticks me off. And it ticked off people in the crowd. Like, what, what is that limit? Sort of like last night at Thanksgiving dinner. You have that limit. The food is so good. It's salty. It's savory. You've got some bread, butter. you got all this stuff, the carbs, the comfort food of, like, getting ready to hibernate as the weather turns. You've got people ostensibly you enjoy. You get to that point where you're like, I can't manage another bite. And if you do, it's over. You feel terrible. Where is that moment, that line where we say enough is enough with these people? Because I'm done. I was done three years ago. I was done during COVID. I was done during George Floyd. I was done watching America burn. I was done when I watched police officers in New York City be pelted with projectiles and have buckets of water dumped over their heads. You guys remember that? Because I remember that. I was done with these jags then. This, I'm wondering, is going to set off a ripple effect of tapping out, I believe. Common sense people who maybe don't get involved in politics all that much just wanted to take their kids to the parade. I want to see Snoopy. I want to see all of the floats. I want to see history. I want to be a part of something that I've seen on television. Let's go, kids. And then let's have a bunch of idiot people, protesters, protesting on behalf of Hamas. Make no mistake. By the way, the protesters, many of whom look to be of the LGBTQIA plus uh, group, Maybe don't realize that if they were in Palestine right now, if they were in Gaza, the people who they're protesting on behalf of would probably shoot and kill them. But don't let that reality get in the way of ruining family fun, of tarnishing a tradition. Free Palestine from the river to the sea. Palestine will be free, one of the protesters yelled. Guaranteed it's a young it's a young dude. I'm looking at him. He has a man bun. I'm not making it up. They've got fake blood all over themselves. And I guarantee you, if I pulled out a map and I said, show me where this is going on. Show me because you're so active. You're so involved here. Show me on a map. Give me the story. What's going on? What's the struggle? Where are we now? Who are you for? Guarantee we couldn't answer. So my question to you today, as we go through the program and you hear various iterations of crazy, all of which are at the hands of the left. What on earth do people vote these folks in for? These are the young minds they cultivate. This is this is the the culmination of years of grooming. Let's get in front of a large group of people. We're going to snarl a parade. We're going to glue our hands to the ground. Literal super goop. 
Uh, I can't move. Well, I wonder if like horses were coming by. The police horses were coming by. Can you move now? Probably not. So the whole thing had to be diverted. The bands, the floats, they had to stop and open up other ways and come up with a, con- a contingency around madness. Look, I'm tired of accommodating the few who are the angry, the few who are the non-participating, the few who feed off of our money, who we pay for, who don't work, who don't contribute, who don't know getting in front of us and making our lives inconvenient. Blocking traffic, because that's how they started. We're going to march our way to the parade route, and along that way, we're going to block all these lanes of traffic. You know what? It takes one person, one person, to grow a pair and to give the all clear. Get them out of here. Because they've been treated like children, like coddled, bubble wrap, trophy given children who've been cultivated in a culture that says, You matter. We care about your feelings. Everybody's equal. Nobody is special except maybe you. Done. I'm looking at the video of it. It's absolutely preposterous. And some of the most interesting sidebar comments from this are folks in the crowd. Get out of the way. So my question, how long are we going to continue to coddle this generation of social justice wokeness? What is that final straw? Because it feels like we've crossed that line. We've pushed our chair back from the Thanksgiving table and we've said, I, I can't take another bite, holy cow, as we then shovel in another fork full of sock. This is preposterous. And you know the crowd I'm talking about. These are not young professional people. These are not folks who are entrepreneurs who have gone to college to learn something. And to go do something, to fill a role and be part of something bigger. Their job is to agitate, to annoy, to stall, to get people angry because that is how they live. And so I have no other deduction here than to believe that so much of this is mental illness. And it's been created, it's been fed, it's been nourished for so many years. And now it's coming out in living color every single day. So what is that tapping out point? I don't know. I don't know. But I do know as I look into today's program, you're going to detect a very decided narrative shift. If you can't win because your candidate's terrible, if you can't win because your policies, which have been set out to destroy America from within are working and enough people are on to you and don't want for more of anything about you. When you realize the mechanism of cheat with the mail in stuff that so many people are aware of it and are paying attention, you might not be able to pull it off. What do you do? You create a new narrative about your arch nemesis and the left has done that about Donald Trump. I'm going to open the door to you. We're going to tell you what it is. We're going to prove to you what it is. And then you are going to have to decide what's your tapping out. I've already hit it. We'll get you there next on the Wendy Bell Radio Program. 
So I think it's important as we get into the show today to give you the update on what's going on in Gaza. And it is a good development. Uh, New York Post headline, Israel Hamas temporary truce goes into effect as hostages are expected to be freed. Here's your article. Four day ceasefire went into effect in Gaza after weeks of war as part of this temporary truce between Israel and Hamas to free dozens of hostages taken during the October 7th terrorist attack. Following hours of deliberation, Israeli leaders agreed to enact the ceasefire started at 7 a.m. today, local time, 12 a.m. Eastern time, the first major pause in the war. So as we all went to bed, comatose and stuffed at midnight, boom, ceasefire was on. First couple hours of the pause. No major reports of any bombings, artillery strikes, rocket launches. It sounds like people are doing what they need to do. Sirens sounded in two Israeli villages outside of southern Gaza. A warning of possible incoming Palestinian rockets, though. An Israeli government spokesperson said Hamas had carried out a rocket launch that violated the truce. But there was no immediate report of damage. Now, this is an intriguing sidebar to put in the beginning of the story because we know that uh, the mainstream legacy news uh, yesterday was talking about how there had been a prior ceasefire that Israel had gone above and beyond to spoil and to attack anyway, fire something into Gaza, which was not true because there was no ceasefire that had been agreed upon. But don't let the mainstream media tell you the truth ever. As per the agreement, and this is the stuff that's interesting, this is Qatar, uh, the country Qatar is doing this. Hamas will be releasing 50 women and children throughout the four days. Israel agrees to extend the humanitarian pause for another day for every 10 additional hostages released. So if you look at it, if you just do the math, 50 to 50 to 60, this could be a couple weeks long. Let's hope that the indiscriminate killing of people in the in the crosshairs ends here the first group of 13 israeli women and child hostages they are expected to be released later today obviously we're going to be paying attention to this the israel defense force releasing footage of a welcome center uh, at an air base in southern israel which have i guess they're going to have medical checks there they're going to have psychological support they're going to let the people change their clothes get cleaned out get checked by obviously a physician and then get their family members and hopefully there's a little three-year-old girl who's a part of this whose parents she watched reportedly in her village on october 7th be murdered by these people who are holding her you know and i i think about this I think about the the folks, the children who have survived something indescribable. How do you how do you go on with your life knowing what other human beings did to the, the people you love most? I, I, I don't know. I don't know. But we're going to be watching this today. Hamas, 240 hostages in Gaza. And the figure we know includes an estimated 10 Americans. So there's pressure going on right now. And this is we're going to watch this with the Biden administration's quote unquote release of reelection materials. They got to they got to pivot. They know that because 
the United States and Israel are, are deep and staunch allies. And, and Joe Biden has to preserve that in some way. But how do you do that, stay true to that relationship, and placate the demands of the leftists who your own policies and lunacy have created? Because what we're seeing is the fruits of that leftist labor, the fruit of the indoctrination. This is why a staggering number of young people in their late teens and early 20s has no sense of pride uh, of American patriotism. Because they've been taught to be guilty. They've been taught that being a certain way, looking a certain way and being from this country comes with inherent guilt because something's wrong with you. And so these people like the shooter we told you about in Louisville, the guy who blew away five people at his, at his bank because he was trying to make a statement about guns and he was totally panicked about climate change and he was deeply depressed and he knew he was depressed and he was worried about all of these things, inflation, all things that are perpetrated by the people that he votes for ostensibly. So he decides to go and lose his mind, shoot 13 people, kill five of them. This is the end result. These people who are going through this gender-affirming care because the left wants you to believe that the moneymaker, each transformation of a trans body is more than a million dollars. Somebody's getting paid for that, ladies and gentlemen. The lunacy that happens after that, fixing your body doesn't change what's going on inside your mind. We know this. These are the people who are coming out of the woodwork now to disrupt, to destroy, to, to damage whatever they can. And we have a couple different articles on this. Anti-Israel protesters decided to storm the house in Los Angeles uh, of the president of the American Israel Public Affairs Committee uh, on Thanksgiving Day with, with a sign that said, F your holiday, baby killer. Can, can you imagine? Happy Thanksgiving. Here are people, pro-Hamas protesters, firing off smoke grenades, causing a ruckus with signs calling this gentleman, because he's Jewish, a baby killer. Okay, this is where we are. Just so we all know, we have a segment of people who need mental health stat. And then we have another side of us that is working feverishly to put together the pieces of the salvation of this country. Which side are you on? I know which side you're on. Don't go anywhere. Coming up next. Divide and Biden's Thanksgiving message. They're going to lay out the strategy for 2024. It's not about them. It's about Trump. You know it. Next on the Wendy Bell Radio Network. It does feel like the Democrats' chickens have come home to roost because they like Fauci have their fingerprints all over a virus. Certainly in Fauci's case, it was a different scenario, an actual virus, but this is the woke mind virus. This is cultivated by the left. And the left is now, it's now paying the price for these monsters that they have cultivated, they've created, that have then left the nest and have gone out to be malignant in society. 
So we have this real struggle now between these two sides. I'm baffled by this. I'm baffled by anybody who is drinking the Kool-Aid that it's okay to go and cross into another country and be savage, behave in in a barbarian way that, that I don't think anybody could possibly get behind ever like in war i wouldn't I, putting a child a baby in an oven uh, this is where we are off the cliff and people here in this country are supporting hamas under the guise of palestine that's what they're saying joe biden's in a real jam now obviously it's not him It's Obama, Susan Rice, whomever is helping with the puppeteering behind the curtain, has to figure out how are we going to dance this line? Because we can't take off every single militant activist on the left who wants us to get fully entrenched in the whole Palestine side. But we also feel uncomfortable getting too supportive about Israel, which we should get supportive of Israel, because that's ticking off a number one, you know, 'er ne'er-do-well segment of our group. This toxic, militant, woke, social justice, freaky squad. And they're out gluing themselves to things and and destroying monuments and spray painting their hands on the pillars outside the White House. These people are gone. So how do you bring the horse back into the barn? I don't know. I don't think the genie's getting back in the bottle. And now you've got this weird, weird strategy from the Biden-Harris campaign, apparently, to try to... To placate the madness by going after the one foe everybody on the left can agree with. They agree that Donald Trump is the devil and must be stopped, right? So Biden-Harris can't put out a, a new campaign strategy. And the strategy is this. They can't run on what they've done so they can say... Watch out for Donald Trump, because whatever we've gotten at the border, we've inherited. We inherited this. That's his fault. We got a broken system, right? And if he gets reelected, it's going to get worse. But the rhetoric is off the rails, and I'm going to explain why. Headline Breitbart, Biden's 2024 border pitch, Trump will make migration worse. I can't wait to hear how they justify this. So let's do this together. President Joe Biden's campaign is previewing their 2024 theme for the central issue of immigration. Donald Trump will make the border chaos even worse. This is a Thanksgiving Day script from the Biden-Harris campaign. He's promising to make it worse, rounding up Latinos in mass detention camps, ending birthright citizenship, and shooting people at will. Say what? That sounds like a pretty, pretty big claim there, folks. What kind of, what kind of proof do you have to back it up? Of course, the pitch completely ignores Biden's border record, demonstrably, abjectly, purposefully, Horrendous. He's got people to pay back, ladies and gentlemen. This whole system of politics is based on bribery and blackmail. Joe Biden has accepted bribes. He's accepted millions of dollars of bribes. We do not believe that that is even remotely negotiable. It is factual. Look at the bank records, right? So he's paying people back. 
border wide open for a reason. Now, since 2021, Joe Biden has helped his corporate donors by extracting millions of migrants from poor countries to help flood the U.S. labor and housing markets. Are you listening, by the way, on your social media? Because I'm seeing it more and more. Black voters calling the spade the spade. Do you guys see these new faces in your communities? These are not people who are white. These are not people who are black. These are people who are clearly not American. And here they are. My husband Joe had to go to the grocery store, pick up a last minute item for our Thanksgiving dinner last night, got home in about a half an hour, and he said, aside from me, I saw no other just white American people at the grocery store, none of the checkers, none of the workers, nobody, all people who are not Americans. I'm like, that's going to be the standard. Black voters are seeing this great replacement theory, which was poo-pooed. That's not what's going on. That's exactly what's going on. The black voters, the black workers getting the squeeze. We don't need you anymore. You guys are on to our scam. We haven't fulfilled our promises to you in generations. You guys have caught on to us. You're moving away. Polling shows you. Not just moving towards Donald Trump, but moving toward conservative values. Newsflash. Black Americans are conservative. Period. So let's talk about this a little bit. Thanksgiving pitch also buries that the thousands of migrants who died trying to get here. Wendy Bell Radio Network correspondent in Mexico, Oscar Blue, has chronicled this for us in staggering detail. His, and it sounds silly to say this, but literally death-defying track into the Darien Gap, into the jungle, to cross over into this country where people are sending their children, paying a travel advisor who's a coyote, who's a smuggler, who's a scumbag getting rich off of molesting and then selling into servitude young people. Why do you think, why do you think we've got 85,000 migrants at a basic number, unaccompanied minors, that the government doesn't know anything about? Where did they go? With whom are they staying? Are they in school? Are they being taken care of? No. I think you can see that. So Biden's campaign has revealed its alternate reality 2024 campaign theme by sending out Thanksgiving Day instructions to Democratic partisans who face mainstream concerns about Biden's Biden's border giveaway. And this is this is a handy guide. All right. I'm going to I'm going to read you some of these things. This is the Biden Harris HQ Twitter page. It is a apparently it is a Biden Harris election 2024 verified page. And they put out this handy guide for responding to crazy MAGA nonsense this Thanksgiving. It is a very petty, uh, unpresidential, uh, juvenile, lesser than the intelligence of the American people strategy to do a na-na-na-na-na when we are all suffering because of them. I'm going to click through these pages of this guide for you. Okay, you ready? So your handy guide (laughs) for responding to crazy nonsense, MAGA nonsense this Thanksgiving. Number one, when somebody says the economy was better than Trump, 
better during Trump, I should say. The, the key here that you're supposed to say to those people from Biden-Harris, wrong. Trump had the worst jobs record of any president since the Great Depression. Inflation is the lowest it's been in two years, their talking points say. The economy is growing and unemployment has been under 4% for the longest stretch on record. Really? You guys want to talk about that? Because we can completely debunk all of that. Worst jobs record of any president since the Great Depression. Might that be because we shut America down? And 20 million people were not working? Might that be part of it? And then on the flip side, Joe Biden creating all these jobs. No, all these people just went back to work. You can manipulate it all you want. It continues. Just look at your Thanksgiving costs compared to last year. Gas prices cheaper. Turkey cheaper. Eggs cheaper. Ladies and gentlemen, you're paying 25 to 35 percent more for every single thing you're buying at the grocery store now because of Joe Biden, period. So coming out and saying, hey, gas prices are down after they were outrageous under him earlier is complete garbage. Joe Biden has created nearly 14 million jobs and the economy is on the rise. How about this claim about Social Security and Medicare? According to the Biden-Harris re-election campaign, when somebody says Trump's going to protect our Social Security and Medicare, you're supposed to say, are you kidding me? Trump tried to cut Social Security and Medicare every single year he was in office. Every single year. While he did that, he cut taxes for his super rich friends. Trump cares about himself and would rather poor people and seniors suffer so rich people prosper. This is petty. It's small-minded and it's propaganda. Because at no time did Donald Trump say he wants to cut the benefits for senior citizens or the poor. He said he didn't like the payroll tax being its conduit of funding. That he wanted to eliminate the payroll tax altogether, which generates, by the way, just shy of $1 trillion a year. How about you guys? You've been paying into it for a while? I've been paying into it since I was 13 years old. Working corporate picnics in the scorching Southern California summer sun. Donald Trump has said repeatedly, we will fund it, but we've got to come up with better ways to fund it. The payroll tax is another needless bite out of the money that hardworking Americans need. And this was during the pandemic. Let's eliminate the payroll tax so people get more of their money in their paycheck to bring home to their families. Do you see how these the Democrats are trying to, to twist anything they can? And yet the person with the track record of success, you know, as well as I, is Donald Trump. And then finally, they say on immigration, when anybody says Trump secured our border, you're supposed to respond. No, he didn't. All he did was separate families, put children in cages and leave behind a broken immigration system for Joe Biden to clean up now. If he's reelected, he's promising to make it worse, rounding up Latinos into mass detention camps, ending birthright citizenship and shooting people at will. Okay, I'm pushing back from the Thanksgiving dinner table, friends. I'm tapping out on that. How dare you? How dare you, Joe Biden or whomever the leftist, progressive, activist, crybaby, bubble-wrapped participation trophy campaign manager you have is who's putting out these talking points. 
The border wasn't secure under Donald Trump. He campaigned on making it secure. He campaigned on something like $8 billion, which you leftists scoffed at and ridiculed endlessly. But you know what? If we had spent that money, obviously we wouldn't be having these problems. We wouldn't be flooded with people who don't look like us because they are not us. It is a replacement for sure. And the Democrats are banking that those who will replace us will feel some kind of a connection, symbiotic relationship with Democrats. It's the wrong gamble, friends. All right, when we come back on the Wendy Bell Radio program, did you guys hear about this? The group that said it's time in the holidays, all of us should open up our homes and welcome in migrants. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Wait, I got it for you. Coming up next. You know, and the the left, they think you're you're stupid. Um, People aren't stupid. Black voters aren't stupid. Hispanic voters also inherently conservative. They're not stupid. People who come, who, who've come to this country lawfully, who, who've gone through all of the hoops, who took the classes, who had to pass the exams to prove their knowledge of, of our history, they know more than our school children are learning in public schools today. Think about that for a second. I want you to listen to a black voter, though. And she says something that's very interesting. She says, we've been lied to for so long. We've been lied to endlessly. The truth is bitter, but we have to swallow it. Listen to this. But we have to swallow it. The Democratic Party, I voted for over 20 years of my life. I voted for Barack Obama when he said he was going to bring hope and change. And yes, we can. And no, we didn't. The jobs didn't come. The better schools didn't come. The investment in our communities did not come. National security, our borders are open. We're not safe. We're not safe. And we've got to stop thinking as black and white and purple and Arab. We've got to start thinking as Americans. And that's what Donald Trump is saying. We're Americans. America first. You have to remember, uh, Donald Trump is the head of Trump Organization. And when you look into that organization, it is filled with blacks, whites, Hispanics, Arabs, Asians. It's different religions, different creeds. And so he has, uh, he's a person that has created jobs. He's a person that signs checks. He's a person that uh, works on the bottom with the person who's doing the foundation as well as the guy sitting in the office. And so all of that, I think, is important when we're thinking about our next president. Our, our people, the, the American people, um, are, uh, many of them are losing hope. Many of them are losing hope. Now, I'd love to talk to the people who edit these campaign ads. That was one for Trump, obviously. Turn down the music. I want to hear what she has to say. Enough with that. But listen to the juxtaposing messages. One, Joe, uh, Joe Biden and, and Kamala Harris's campaign. It's all about Trump. Look at how bad he is. And then there's Donald Trump. Hey, there's hope. There's healing. There's a new horizon. Take my hand. We'll go there together. We've already done it. Come back. Let's us finish the job. And in fact, yesterday, President Trump put out a a Thanksgiving message in sharp contrast to what you hear on the left. And I want you to hear this because it is exactly what you need to say 
It's exactly what Joe Biden can't say because it's not how he feels about you or America. I want to wish everyone a very happy Thanksgiving. Today, as we gather with our loved ones, we give thanks to Almighty God for His many blessings, including our families, our friends, our neighbors, and this extraordinary country that we all call home. We also send our deep gratitude to all of the patriots serving our nation in uniform this Thanksgiving, including the members of the U.S. Armed Forces, the heroes of Border Patrol and law enforcement and ICE and everybody that works so hard to preserve our system and our country and working to defend our southern border and our police and first responders and communities all across America. This is a difficult time for our country, but do not lose heart or lose hope, because by the time we celebrate next Thanksgiving, our nation will be well on its way to being stronger, safer, more prosperous, and greater than ever before. Once again, happy Thanksgiving, and God bless you all. I love the thought, the idea. He says, God talks about faith, talks about family, speaks about freedom. Don't lose hope. Gotta love this headline. Open borders lobby. Americans should open up their homes to illegal aliens this Thanksgiving. <laughs> You've got a, a total clash of paradigms here you've got one side that's like hey this is a slog we we didn't want this to happen we specifically fought to prevent this from happening but it's happened and we can't change that it's happened but if you trust us and if you come with us we will fix it we will make america great again and then you have the other side saying complete opposite that we're making a fundamental change. Welcome to the new liberal world order. This group here is saying, open up your home. Welcome in people who do not belong here. It's the good thing to do. Not a chance. I'm done being gracious. I'm done being hospitable. I'm done holding my tongue. I'm done listening to the lunacy and not fighting back. I'm pushing away from the table. I've had my last bite. Can you imagine this? Tens of thousands of border crossers, illegal aliens continue to flock to the sanctuary state of Massachusetts, which now offers, by the way, driver's licenses to those in the United States illegally. Good job, Massachusetts. Jewish Family Services is asking residents to consider bringing new arrivals into their homes. We're asking people to open up their homes for three to seven days, or maybe two to three weeks, depending on what people are able to give, said the Jewish Family Services, which I highly doubt is about Jewish or family or services. It's a great name for activism, my friends. So as you consider how many strangers at your grocery store you can round up in the minivan and take home with you for God knows how long, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> we'll be with you the whole way. All right, coming up next, next hour of the Wendy Bell Radio program. When climate alarmism no longer works, you need a new fear-mongering campaign. I think you're going to like this one. <laughs> I'll drop it on you. Coming up next.